Welcome to I and Why Invest in Yourself. This podcast is designed to guide you through the exciting world of stock market investing. I'm your host, Prince, or at the.princecharming on Instagram. And whether you're a complete beginner or have dabbled in stocks before, this podcast will be tailored just for you. So before we get into this, let's get through the disclaimer. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and should not be considered financial or investment advice. The content discussed is based on my personal opinions, research, and analysis. Investing in the stocks and other financial instruments involve risks, and listeners should do their own due diligence before making any investment decisions. It is important to consult a qualified financial advisor or professional before implementing investment strategies mentioned in this podcast. The podcast and guests are not responsible for any investment losses, damages, or actions taken based on information provided in this podcast. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future results. Listeners are urged to invest at their own discretion and risk. More importantly, do your own research. So what exactly is the stock market and how does it work? The stock market is a marketplace where buyers and sellers trade shares of publicly traded companies. It represents a place where individuals and or institutions can buy or sell ownership stakes in companies. These ownership stakes are represented in stocks or shares. There are two major exchanges, such as the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ, where stock trading takes place. So why are there two different types of exchanges? The biggest difference between the NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange, also known as NYSE, is the type of market they are. NASDAQ is a dealer's market. That means that all participants trade through a dealer rather than with each other. Whereas the New York Stock Exchange, or NYSE, is an auction market. It allows individuals to transact with each other on an auction basis. So that probably sounds rather technical, but to explain it in very rudimentary terms, NASDAQ is comprised of most of your tech companies. It typically doesn't see the same volume level of trading that the New York Stock Exchange does. New York Stock Exchange companies are typically a lot bigger. They're going to be your blue chip companies, things such as Procter & Gamble, United Health Group. JP Morgan Chase, Walmart, those are the type of companies you'll find in your New York Stock Exchange. New York Stock Exchange does see a higher volume of buying and selling just because these companies are typically more established. Now, that doesn't mean to shy away from NASDAQ companies. You have companies such as Apple, which is a heavyweight in the market, Netflix, which is also a heavyweight in the market. But historically, if you look at NASDAQ versus New York Stock Exchange, you do see more trading volume on a New York Stock Exchange versus the NASDAQ. And once again, NASDAQ is going to be made of your companies that are kind of just up and coming, um, usually with a smaller market capitalization, um, companies that are kind of in the growth phase of their life. Whereas with the New York Stock Exchange, these companies are typically been around a lot longer, um, way more established and uh, just have a better track record of performance over the long run than some of these NASDAQ companies. So at this point, you're probably asking yourself why companies even list their companies on the stock exchanges. The stock market provides a way for companies to raise capital by selling shares to investors, 
allowing them to finance their business operations, expansion, and investments. Investors, on the other hand, can buy shares in a company with the expectation of profiting from company's success and growth. They earn a return through dividends paid by the company or by selling shares at a higher price than they initially paid. So that is the main reason why publicly traded companies actually list their company, because when they are listing their company, they are actually selling ownership stake in those companies. With that being said, you are in turn giving them money to finance their business operations. The stock market is influenced by various factors, including economic conditions, company performance, investor sediment, and geopolitical events. Prices within the stock market fluctuate based on a supply and demand model, as well as market expectations. Investors can participate in the stock market through brokerage accounts, either self-directed or with the assistance of financial advisors. It is important for investors to conduct research, understand the risks involved, and make informed decisions when investing in the stock market. There are three main types of investment vehicles that we'll be discussing within the stock market. Bonds, stocks, and mutual funds. I'll give you guys an overview of each of those. Stocks. Stocks represent ownership in a company. When you buy shares of a company's stock, you become a partial owner and have the potential to benefit from a company's growth and profitability. Stock prices can be volatile and are influenced by various factors, including company performance and industry trends and market conditions. Investing in stocks can offer higher potential returns, but also carries a higher level of risk. Bonds. Bonds are debt securities issued by government, municipalities, or corporations to raise capital. When you buy a bond, you are essentially lending money to the insurer in exchange for regular interest payments and return of the principal amount at maturity. Bonds are generally considered less risky than stocks and provide a fixed income stream. However, the returns are usually lower compared to those of stocks. Mutual funds pool money together from multiple investors to invest in a diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, and other securities. These are typically managed by professional fund managers who make investment decisions on behalf of investors. Mutual funds provide an instant diversification. As they invest in a variety of assets, they are suitable for investors looking for a hands-off approach and prefer professional management. However, these type of mutual funds typically charge fees known as expense ratios for their management fees. Now, on the other hand, very similar to mutual funds, which is something I like to tell people to invest in when they are first getting into the market, are index funds. These vehicles are similar, but they differ in their investment strategies and cost structures. Here is a comparison between a mutual fund and an index fund. Mutual funds are actively managed investment funds. They are run by professional fund managers, which I stated before, who are actively selecting trades for individual securities, stocks, bonds, etc., with the aim of outperforming a specific benchmark or achieving a specific investment objective. The fund manager's goal is to generate higher returns than the market or specific asset class. However, active management funds typically come with higher fees due to the research and expertise involved. Index funds, 
on the other hand, are passively managed investment funds designed to replicate the performance of a specific market index, such as the S&P and NASDAQ 100. Instead of trying to beat the market, index fund managers aim to match the performance of an underlying index by holding the same securities in the same proportion. The strategy typically results in a less cost basis and there is less need for active research and trading. So how does one decide between going with a mutual fund or index fund? Here are some key points you should be considering. Costs. Index funds generally have lower expense ratios compared to actively managed mutual funds due to their passive investment approach. Lower costs can potentially lead to higher net returns for investors over the long run. Performance. While some actively managed mutual funds may outperform their benchmarks, research suggests that there is a significant majority of them that fail to consistently beat their retrospective indices over the long run. Index funds by designs aim to track the index performance, which may be a more reliable and consistent approach to stock market trading. Diversification. Both mutual funds and index funds provide diversification benefits by investing in a range of securities. However, index funds typically offer a broader diversification as they aim to replicate the performance of an entire market or asset class. Investor preference. Some investors may prefer an active management approach of mutual funds as they believe skilled fund managers may generate higher returns. Others may favor simplicity, lower costs, and the potential for consistent market returns offered by index funds. Ultimately, the choice between mutual funds and index funds depends on your investment goals, risk tolerance, and preferences. It's essential to carefully evaluate the fees, performance history, and investment strategies for each fund before making a decision. Consulting with a financial advisor can also provide valuable insights tailored to your specific financial situation as well. So just to review, we have talked about what the stock market is, what a stock is, different types of exchanges, and also stocks, bonds, index funds, and mutual funds. So now I want to get into some personal preferences. Keep in mind, these are just my personal preferences. Please do your own research before taking any advice that I'm providing. Um, I'm constantly getting asked the question, what would I be investing in if I was a first-time investor entering the market? Um, the best thing somebody can do that's just entering the market is opening a paper trading account. Now, you may be wondering what exactly that is. A paper trading account virtually gives you fake money to go in and do an investment strategy with. And I think it's the safest way for somebody to enter the market. You can set the amount of paper money you want to start with and start making trades yourself. Um, that is probably the best piece of advice I can give you guys getting into the stock market. So I'm glad you guys joined us today. Um, please leave your comments if you have any. Um, I thank you guys for listening to me. Um, until next time, another session of I and Y Invest in Yourself. Thanks for listening.